Hello and welcome to the Single Girl's Guide to Life, your weekly guide to single life living in your 20s and 30s. I'm Chantelle the Coach, a quarter life and confidence coach that helps women to live alone, embrace their single life and bring together a community that can celebrate single life as a millennial woman with the Single Girl's Club. And in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing the power of perspective within your single life. The power of perspective has literally changed the way that I look at things entirely. It's a classic reference point to look at the glass half full, the glass half empty scenario, but that is two people or more looking at the same object and seeing it differently. And the idea that things can be seen differently is just a fascinating idea anyway, because we think that there's what's the truth, but there is always interpretation. There's always the way someone saw it, the way someone experienced and how they felt. And you can see it in one way at one given time, and then you can see it in another later on. And that's often what happens when we feel emotionally charged about something, that we see it in a particular light, in a particular way, when in actual fact, later on, we can see it for a lot of what it's worth because we're being driven by our emotions. We can't rationalise and regulate exactly. And the thoughts we have do form what we believe to have happened. The idea that we can change the way that we see things and then that would actually unlock things for us further because it wasn't as bad as it seemed. There was actually a lot to learn there. There was something to kind of treasure in it. And there is a quote from Derren Brown's book, Happy, where he says, we are each of us the product of the stories we tell ourselves. And that is one of the quotes that I am good at remembering. It's not always the case on this podcast episode or if you've seen on the Instagram stories, I still can't get the lost connections. Johan uh, Harry won just yet, but it's 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 on there. It's getting there. Uh, but this one really sticks out to me. I've only ever read the, the book once um, and that quote resonated with me when I came across it because I think it's very true. And I think, you can sense that when someone does see things more maybe pessimistically and you can see that more optimistically in that it's the same thing but we see it differently and if I continue to tell myself the positive story then that's a nicer way to experience life. Now I don't believe in that kind of toxic element of trying to avoid your feelings by telling yourself a different story you have to work through your emotions as they come. And it is sad. It can be devastating. It can feel really overwhelming. And I've gone through that over the last two years in various ways. But the idea that you can, at a later point, look at it and say, you know what? That was the best thing that ever happened to me, even though it felt like the worst. And actually that in general as well. Just because you're scared to do something doesn't make it the wrong thing to do at all. But sometimes you can see that that scared feeling, that worry, that fear as a sign that you shouldn't when it just means that you're uncomfortable with what's happening and you have to get to the bottom of, am I actually ready for this or am I not? Or is it just that things are going to be changing and you don't know what's going to be happening and it's the uncertainty and I think, Treating things with a bit of curiosity is always helpful. 
When it comes to single life though, we can beat ourselves up about being single because it seems like the narrative is, is that we shouldn't be single, that we should always be striving to be in a relationship, trying to be with someone. And it sometimes feels like it looks really easy as well when in actual fact, it's not. It might look wonderful and, you know, relationships look really, really nice from the outside. That's one perspective to have on it. When you're in a relationship, particularly when you're in the early stages of dating, there is some level of ease, but there is also a lot, you know, to be matched up to there. And not everyone is there ready to meet you at that stage. And so having the perspectives of what are the actual odds of you finding someone through a dating app? Low. You know, there's one perspective, but keeping the optimism that there will be some way of finding a right person for you. And I say a right person because one perspective I have is that there isn't such thing as the one. Gosh, I feel like if we were focusing on the one all the time, we would be so worried about making a mistake and really thinking that we'll never find the one. If there's one in the billions of people that there are on this planet. And if it's true, then how the hell are they in the same town city, county as you. Of all the places for them to be in the world, why is that one person not somewhere else on the globe? There's a series, isn't there, on Netflix that's a bit like that where you actually do find who your one is through science. Um, And some people like really go into it because they believe in that. Um, It's an interesting series if you want to check it out actually. But back to this point, (sighs) single life is no more difficult than being in a relationship and it's not better to be in a relationship it's a perspective that we might think it is but relationships are really hard work and that isn't just from someone that was in a one very very long-term relationship that led to marriage and then divorce but also the experience I've had since of all of the dating bit that's incredibly difficult managing that because you're trying to learn about yourself I was trying to learn about someone else And you've got to be ready for all of that. And there's so much communication and negotiation. It's madness. And so you can think, oh, well, once I find someone, I won't have all the stresses in my life. I won't have to worry because there'll be someone there for you. And that person will be there for you as much as they can. But there's still that element of like, how do you work together? What's the life you want to build together? And what's the compatibility? It's not, it's been used a few times on the podcast, but it's not always that the grass is greener. It's different. I'll admit that. But... We have to have this perspective that where you're at right now is where you're at and appreciating it for what it is. I think with perspective, we're all seeing it differently. Everyone will be able to see things differently, but actually having the power to be able to shift it and let it evolve over time, kind of like having an opinion or a belief, I suppose, And allowing the flexibility for that to change. You've definitely heard. If you haven't heard, then you're hearing it now for the first time. But lots of people have heard about the concept of, you know, holding on and not letting go. Because you're holding on to the belief that what you're holding on to is how it needs to be now and forever. And if it changes, then it's not as good. It's not going to be as good as it is now. Whereas later in hindsight, and this is often when we're feeling attached to someone that we don't want to let go of, we realise that it was for the best that we weren't led down a path with them. That, okay, 
there could have been, but that person said no. So it's not going to be. And therefore, later on having the perspective when you then have another experience with someone else that is has built on what you learned from that person, or if you just appreciate the fact that, oh yeah, they, you know, that wasn't really there. Like, because you're caught up in some of the feelings, sometimes your perspective is skewed. And we have to be really careful of our emotions and the perspective we have and the way it affects our behavior. But back to things other than dating, because I know some of you don't want to date, not yet, maybe not ever, but actually having the perspective about what single life can offer you. As I mentioned before, single life is equal to being in a relationship and is equal to being in a marriage in terms of the pros and cons that there are. I already touched on this a little bit. But to have the perspective that being married or being in a relationship makes you better, more complete, more successful isn't necessarily the truth. I think I would start to question that element because we turn up in this world not in a relationship. And there is nowhere that says that you must achieve that other than the societal norms, societal monogamous norms, that say, here's a congratulations for doing those things. And some of the perspective element there is all about defining what life means to you. From a personal point of view, I have previously said I'm not going to date. I kind of changed on that. I feel like I'm in a place where I'd be ready to potentially build a life with someone if it worked and I'm open to that more again I, th I think even with the dating thing I never said that I would avoid it um, and now I'm kind of in a flux of like I'm encouraging it but it's not like that desperate element of I must find someone and that single life is so bad that I can't go on or that I really really must find someone because that screams that low vibrational energy that brings in the wrong people anyway that means that I act out of the wrong place with the wrong intention and would only end up in a scenario that wasn't good for me and through that kind of process even recently you kind of go through dating experiences and some of them are really bad or they feel really bad at the time but then give me 24 48 hours because I'm not having the emotional reaction that I'm having to it it's a little bit better like I get it this was really a nice moment of something I learned about myself, about relationships and about the world around me. But single life has its challenges. Single life means that you don't always have that one person there to rely on. And that's why I've previously spoken about developing a network of friends. And I know it isn't exactly the same. But at the same time, when someone's then in a relationship, people think that they have always got that one person. But that one person cannot be everything to you at all given moments. Yes, they will be the default. It was in my previous relationship. But that isn't always healthy nor fair on that other person because actually they may not have the capacity to deal with that if they're going through something the same. Imagine if for some reason you lived together and you were losing your house together. Yes, you're in it together, but you both would need other people to speak to in that time. Single life means that you have to develop a social life massively so because if you don't then who are you going to speak to yet you have work colleagues but you want social connections outside of work probably too and like they go a little bit deeper than that but in a relationship yes you've got that default person to take on holidays with you 
But sometimes those people, I've had them reach out to the single girls club and they've said like, I'm in a relationship, but I still want those friendships because some of my friendships haven't lasted either. Being able to see things from different sides and understand what it's really like for other people in those scenarios is the most powerful thing because it really opens your eyes. You've only ever lived the life that you've lived. You've only ever lived in the conditions that you've experienced. And when you start to learn about other people's experiences, upbringings, what their relationships are like, how have been like, and what it's like to do certain things, you start to see things in different lights. You start to understand that there are different ways of looking at things. There are different ways to interpret things. And your single life experience may be different from mine. I have had that long-term relationship. I've gone through buying houses. I've gone through getting married. I know people don't probably still don't to this day understand why I made the decision to leave. And people would be like, if I was married, I never would. I'd make that work. But at the same time, I believed at that point in time, my perspective was is that I hadn't really found myself and I didn't really know what it all meant. And so this single life is massive opportunity. It's a real chance to discover, explore, and make sure that the next time I pursue something, it really is the right thing. And it's not because of insecurities, which I think some relationships, including my own actions that I wouldn't have been aware of at the time because I didn't have this awareness and this idea of perspective and, and shifting things. I think some relationships are built on through no fault of the people involved. It's because we weren't taught that when we were younger. We didn't see what relationships were other than what's in the media. We thought they were just going to click and land in our laps and work really happily as well and that there should never be conflict that was something me and my ex used to pride ourselves on and I look at that and I go that means we were probably fairly indifferent and some people would see that differently and they'd go but you don't you don't ever have a tea you didn't you didn't argue no but I think sometimes I look at that now and I go either maybe someone was compromising a lot or both of us were at different times or one of us or both of us didn't care about things enough. I don't know. I haven't really delved into that idea. But I definitely look at that. And I I see relationships now as a lot more as something that you communicate on. And that you do. You build a life together. and But you do that having known your values. And I didn't know my values. My values at the time had been shaped by not having any. Not really knowing what they were. And so when it felt like it was going towards particular values. I didn't really... I didn't believe I wanted those. And when it became family, I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and yeah, I don't think it was a bad thing. And I don't see my divorce as a bad thing. And some people would. Some people might might see that as failure. Um, it's very easy to feel that when you're first going through one. And you can feel that not being divorced. But you can just feel that going through a breakup. Whether it's been three months, six months, a year, two years, five years. You can feel embarrassed because maybe people were saying things to you that you couldn't see. Their perspective was different to yours. And in the reality, you've later realised that that's correct or that person's proven you wrong and proven that they were right. And you didn't have the perspective that they had. But what your single life is like 
is something to think about. Because going back to the quote, we are each of us a product of the stories we tell ourselves. What are you telling yourself about being single? What are you saying to yourself each day when you wake up and go, I'm still single today? Are you telling yourself that you're not good enough? Are you telling yourself that you're never going to find someone because how? These dating apps are hard work and no one seems to be serious on them. Or do you look at it as a numbers game? And I think that's where the numbers game concept probably comes from because if we, if we don't look at it as odds and things like that, then and increasing the amount of people you're exposed to, then, you know, the alternative is, is that we could think that there's going to be no one out there for us. Being seeing single life as a limitation might be something that you say to yourself, I can't do this because I'm single. I can't do that. There are many things I think initially you think you can't do when you're single. Like going out to a restaurant, going to concerts. I've explored this many a time. If you're on TikTok, you have seen the videos of me going to various concerts, going away to a yurt in Norfolk. You can do those things being single. There, I think there are some things that are better done with people and people that you love. But I don't think that that person or those people that you love have to be romantic connections. It's also not wrong, however, to want a deeper connection with someone and a romantic connection with someone. I don't think it's wrong to want that as part of your life. I think it's important to want it in the right way so the jigsaw pieces are coming together rather than that being the central jigsaw piece that everything else works around I think it needs to come in and it and that's where I think you know people finding like the perfect fit I think there has to be a potential for some like corners just to be edged off I think with relationships there's that element of negotiation and, and making it work however it needs to work but without it being a complete compromise on, on everybody's part. And that's, again, another perspective I have. Lots of my perspectives are around those relationship elements because I had such a lack of perspective around what I thought a relationship should be. Single life, I see it as freedom. I see it as defining. I see it as opportunity. So what are you telling yourself about your single life? What is it that is potentially a perspective that you have that is holding you back and what is a potential perspective that you could adopt that might free you up a little bit more this is where affirmations come from i assume that's what they are because you're mentally telling yourself something different the, the power of stories and telling yourself or seeing something in a different way to me is is eye-opening and to be able to see things from other people's perspectives I mean that's just a great skill to learn over time ahead of when you get in a relationship because when you have conflict you have to see it from your perspective and you are entitled to react in the way you do but you also have to have the perspective of the other person and understand that and that can sometimes make breakups easier because when they say I'm not ready for this you you understand it isn't about you your perspective and your belief is that it could be about you. It could be something that you did. They're telling you it's not. And you have to believe them with that. And you have to see it from the, the thing that... There was a quote on Instagram. I don't know whose it was, but it says, you aren't the main character in everyone else in anyone else's life. You're the main character in your own. But you're not 
the main character in anyone else's. And so most people's decisions, most people's actions are always going to be about themselves primarily, even though we think that it might be about us. So perspective is one of those things to be open to. As I said, if you are going through something difficult, then you are entitled to feel a particular way and your perspective isn't going to shift at that point. Sometimes it feels frustrating when people try to shift your perspective too early. I've been guilty of doing that to other people and I highly apologise at the times at which I have. Either way, you want to be open to new perspectives. Try something new. Do things on your own. Because if nothing I've learned from 2021, it's you can do things on your own. And learn, talk to people, hear different things. You're in the right place if you're here listening to this podcast. And I urge you to keep listening to it, to get involved with the community, to follow on Instagram. It's going to be busier next year. There's going to be lots more going on because I'm more freed up to focus on this. Because I think it's so important to help other people see that it's not the end of the world being single. Keep your mind open. Keep exploring. And until next time, everybody, keep thriving. Keep thriving.